Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Welcome back. Welcome. Good to see everybody. I... We don't see anybody. We don't see. We I know. See. I always like to say that, but then I have to backtrack. And I think I realized the first episode or two or something, I said, thanks for tuning in. No one tunes in anymore. I bet people don't even know what tuning in means. Were you a DJ back in the day? No. You've got but a if, voice for it. If I did, I think I'll be DJ. What would your name be? DJ Cletus. Cletus? Yeah. Why? why? I don't know. That it's... just sounds official. If I were a morning, if I were a morning talk show host, hi, thanks, thanks for tuning in. Don't touch that dial. You're with, you're with DJ, you're with DJ Cletus in the morning. Oh my, we've just lost all of our listeners, all, well, all, all twelve of them. This is global, isn't it? International. Yes, yes. Is it? Welcome to our international podcast. That's like um, Fort Wayne Airport, where where we live. We are international. Yeah, because we have like one flight to Canada a week. So? International. International. Here we go. Big time, baby. (laughs) We have no idea. Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. Is that Toronto flight? (laughs) Might as well be Detroit. Is that where it goes? I think so. (laughs) It's like North Detroit. North Detroit. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, well, seriously though, welcome back. We've missed you. We're glad you're uh we're glad you're stick with us if you are. And uh tell your friends. Yeah, yeah, you we, know, I just want this to be like beneficial. We're going to have these conversations whether we record them or not because you like me and I like you. But I really truly just hope that this is beneficial to people in yeah, some ways. Yeah. Also beneficial to us. I want to make money. Like, no, I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I was just about to say. Like, I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't care. Like, this is just, this is, this is, yeah. Like you said, we just we think other people would benefit from this. Um, we're not trying to like grow a base or monetize this thing or anything I mean, like it's that. Cool, if just it happens, but yeah. Look, you help me, help me pay off my mortgage. I mean, I get it. But, <laughs> but, but, yeah. If you, if you, if you have friends who, um. You know, put it put it on social media. Hey, check out this podcast. We'll send you a, a shirt to, if we ever make them. Are we getting shirts? No, we're not getting shirts. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. You'll Dang. get a shirt in like 2025 Dang. when we when we might make them. Hey, friend, listen to a couple jerks on their podcast. <laughs> hey, friend, you might be a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. And, How do you uh, introduce that to your friends? <laughs> hey, you know, I've noticed something about you. You're a jerk. And uh, you should listen to these couple jerks talk. <laughs> Uh, well, we have a special episode today. I'd like to introduce my good friend, Kylie. Hi, everybody. Uh, I remember the first time I met him, I'd seen his name. I'd seen the name Kylie mm. as, the, as the leader of this church that I was going to visit the first time. And then, and then when I met Kylie... You thought it was her? Oh, you're Kylie! <laughs> <laughs> I've I I never got that yeah, before. Yeah, I didn't think I, so. Yeah, <laughs> I did that all but, the time. You know, the, the the biggest example of that is we'll go to my wife and I will go to dinner and I'll pay with our, our credit card. Oh no! Oh, and no. they bring it back to her. Oh no! Yeah, and it like I don't I really don't get offended at too many things, and mm. so it doesn't matter. But it always makes us laugh. It does. Yeah, it does. 
And, you know, they're probably thinking like, oh, this guy, this guy can't even, can't afford, can't even afford to take his wife out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give him the Kylie, Kylie carrying the family. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Man, well, um, here we go. What are we doing? We're going to talk about you. Okay. No segue. No fanfare. All, you deserve all those things, but we just don't have them. So <laughs> here we go. If I could figure out how to edit, maybe like a trumpet flare or something. Nice. Ram's horn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, I'm, I met Kylie a number of years ago, and man, we just, uh, I felt like we hit it off ish. I mean, I, I did not like you. Like, we just, you know, I liked you. It was cool. We just didn't, you know, we weren't hanging out or anything. You should like me. I do. I do. I'm just kidding. And, and then, no, and then you came into a restaurant I was I was uh, running. I was working at a restaurant. And you came in one day to get some food. And I sat down with you a little bit. And I was like, ah, oh, this guy's actually kind of cool. And then we started doing that more regularly. Yeah. And here we are. It's been good. Yeah. Good conversations. Good growth. We challenge each other. Yep. It's been very, very helpful. Beneficial. And now... And and now we, where are we headed, Chris? Where are we headed? We're headed to you. Kylie, I would love for you to share your story on just, I mean, your testimony, right? Like how you met the Lord. You know, you, you, you talked about it before, that the first part of your Christian life was this like, got my ticket punched, I'm good, <laughs> right? Like, and then what what brought you, what brought you out of that? And And how did we get... To where we are now, sitting on this couch, being really honest and vulnerable with one another. Sure. Like, what brought you out of that? And I might have some questions along the way. Cool. No, there's there's so much to the story. I mean, I grew up in a, a great family. Uh, I've met them. They are great. <laughs> well, good. Um, I've had Christmases. Christmas? Christmases? Christmas with your family? Yeah, holidays. Was it, uh, was it a Thanksgiving? Might have been Thanksgiving. Sorry. You can come anytime. Christmas. Here we go. <laughs> you just invited yourself. <laughs> um, grew up in the church. Went first through eighth grade to uh, parochial school. My parents were very, very dedicated. They're, they have a servanthood mentality. A hundred percent. Anyway, my dad's always been an usher, a head usher, served on every board, school board, an elder, mom, you know, led choir and Sunday school, all kinds of different things. Um, that's just kind of who they are as they love to serve and don't need to be up front in any way, shape or form. And so uh, very, very appreciative for the way that I was brought up and in, in a a biblical foundation and a lot of love and learned how to serve and, and got to see that. And we were always the, often the first ones to, to church on Sunday and open things up and just, that was, that was an expression of their faith Hmm. for sure. So, uh, high school, um, started dating my wife actually I was a junior and she was a senior in high school and uh however many years later at this point again we won't go into our age but uh 
went to college and really through college lived the traditional college life. Um, I think I understand. You know what I'm saying. I think a lot of jerks out there understand (laughs) what I'm saying. Uh, Typical college life and and knew um, even in high school, I wanted to be an athletic trainer. I knew that that's what I wanted my career to be because again, I love to serve. I love to help people. I loved athletics. I loved being around teams and that culture. And so through college, uh, was an athletic trainer, got to experience all kinds of, uh, all kinds of, uh, neat experiences traveling all over the country with athletic teams and so forth. And was there like a particular sport you focused on or, um, well, per semester, per okay. season, um, my senior year, I went with the men's volleyball team, which very, very good. We went to the final four that year, actually. And wow. so that took us to California and the you're East some, Coast several somebody. times. No, I mean, I was the overweight, you know, kid that everybody knew wasn't part of the team. So, <laughs> what? <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, lived that life. Um, Teresa and I got married, went to one year grad school in North Carolina, her first year of full time teaching. And, yeah, just continued to live a life that really I had my hangups at that time. Um, I had, uh, lust and pornography issues. Um, definitely had alcohol issues. Um, and then we came home after a year in North Carolina and still continued to, just like I'm saying, I remember being, we were in church every Sunday, but we weren't living a life for the Lord. Um, was, athletic training career of 19 years and through that time had kids and raising our uh, three of our kids and there came a moment at at a meeting at a church meeting where I was like this doesn't seem like there was a lot of argument and a lot of things that seemed like a bigger deal than what they needed to be this isn't what this should all be about um, ended up going from from one church that I'd been a part of my entire life to a to a different church. Uh, always involved with worship and so forth. Anyway, um, it really started as I, I was doing some coaching as I was doing athletic training at high schools, and through coaching and leading, uh, I felt led. So my, one of my first encounters of just like, I felt like the Lord really was like meeting me and, and, um, I felt this impression that we were supposed to take a missions trip. Now, my wife and I neither had been on a missions trip before. I didn't know what that meant. Um, I'm coaching a volleyball team at the time. And it was like, you're supposed to do something more with these Mm. kids. Now we've done service projects and that was you know, that, that was my heart for mm. sure. But I felt this impression that this is what we were supposed to do. And, um, I am a, I'm a party guy, right? So if, if I say to my wife, Hey, let's have people over on Friday night, she's thinking, let's have a couple over for dinner. Mm. And I'm thinking, let's have, you know, 20 couples <laughs> over for dinner. And so I drove to, that sounds terrible. 40 people. <laughs> <laughs> I drove over <laughs> I drove over to her office and I really had this thought of she's going to be 
okay, let's think about this. Let's talk about it. Let's process it. That's who she is. And I looked in the parking lot over the top of the car. I'm like, hey, I, I think we're supposed to lead a missions trip. And she just looked at me and she said, okay. And I was like, affirmation of the Lord. That's what's up. That's what's <laughs> up. And so that started a process of we led 13 mission trips in eight years. Wow. In each of those, like God just, the first one, uh, we're sitting on a rock, Teresa and I, at the end of the night in Jamaica and looking up over the sky and just both came to know that we can't do this. On wait, 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 wait. Your first mission trip was to Jamaica. Jamaica. Oh, we had we had some I'm, people. I'm that, kidding. I'm poking fun at you. We had people that we knew that had led missions <laughs> yeah. trips that we weren't yeah. really even friends with. Yeah. I knew. So I connected with them, and now we're part of the board of. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was the first time we sat and we really talked, and it was like we can't live this life hmm. on our own. Wow. Uh, we're exhausting ourselves. This isn't the way that we were designed to live. We knew, like I, I termed it, I was, I bumped into Jesus a lot through my life, mm -hmm. right? In church, in camp, in school. Like I knew who Jesus was. I know that there were moments in which he was trying to speak to me, that I was listening, but it wasn't like I had fully surrendered. Mm -hmm. And in that moment on that rock in Jamaica, Teresa and I just cried out and said, wow. this, we're not living our life for ourselves wow. anymore. And through each of those trips, God continued to mold and shape. And there were, you know, we went, the first trip was 13. The second trip, just by word of mouth with high school kids, turned into 40 or 50. I don't remember. Um, and in that trip, that was a moment during that trip where I, I shared for 10 minutes, you know, after dinner. And, and then everybody's breaking up into small groups for discussion and I remember at the end of those 10 minutes, I turned around to my wife and I said, what did I just say? Like the spirit just took over wow. and empowered that. There were times during that trip I stood back instead of being the one out front doing all the time, I was watching and leading and guiding. So I'm able to look back and whether it's athletic training, whether it's coaching, whether it's leading missions trips, God's always put me in a position to lead and to guide and to to help you know to to love now now the terminology I was to love people to Jesus as I recognize the expanse of who he is and what he can do and how he transforms and what he desires for us and so to be able to have that influence on people um, is just where he's always led. Mm. So, yeah, I, it's just been incredible to experience. Um, God kind of shut down the missions trip deal as um, he led me out of athletic training. Same thing, like moments on a football practice mm. field or moments Friday night football, right? The high school Friday night football and this is, this is what we live for sort of deal where he, I could just, I could just feel him impress on me like, you're not going to do this anymore. Mm. At the same time, he was giving me vision for the church I, I now lead and, and molding and shaping through that. And it's like, okay, I'm going to take 
the ability that I've given you physically to help people heal, to lead and to motivate people through coaching. And now I'm going to shift it into a spiritual realm. Not that it wasn't part of what I did before. I mean, loved engaging kids in the training room, you know, volunteered with campus life, all missions trips, obviously leading people to, to a deeper faith through discipleship. And, but now to shift that to like, okay, now you're going to help lead people to the healing that Jesus provides to motivate people to stir their faith, uh, to, to their next step. So what was that? What was that? You know, you, you, you mentioned this transition from athletic training to leading this church. Yeah. What what was that like? What was, what was scary? Like, how did you, like, was that, was that a scary time? Was that like, my God, you're on it time? Like, what was, what was going on with you then? Like, what, what was that experience like? That's a major shift. Definitely deep levels of faith. Um, I'm leaving a job of 19 years, stable, secure with, you know, big healthcare uh, companies to lead this small Saturday night church where, you know, we're going through transition anyway. And, but here's how, here's how I felt it during that time with what was happening, you know, at the end of my athletic training career and, and definitely sensing that the Lord was telling me you're done doing this, Mm. this, this season of your life is coming to an end. It felt like having no desire in my life or even thought of pursuing full-time ministry or it, it felt like his hand was on between my shoulder blades in the middle of my back, wow. just gently pressing wow. me forward. Wow. It wasn't dry. He didn't drag me into it. Like I was confident and this is what the Lord is leading me to, but I knew that his presence was with me as that was taking place. So yeah, I mean, the, the, the phrase that I, that the Lord laid on me early on and I still use as, you know, during this time of, of COVID and <laughs> transition again of what's the uncertainty, if it flies or if it dies, it's not up to me. Mm. It's not up to Kylie. If it flies or if it dies, like, I have called you to be obedient and this is what I desire for you to do. And I have to battle that because there's yeah. so many times where I feel inadequate. I feel like, you know, I, I don't, I'm trying to figure it out or I'm, I can be filled with worry or fear. It's like, no, God's led me to this. Just do what I've asked you to do. And the rest of it, I'm going to, I'm in control of, yeah. I take care of. And so I've been able to experience that so many times in our life. And, and like I said, oftentimes Teresa is the affirmation of that. You know, we've, we've been led to move on multiple occasions for multiple reasons that have led us to where we are. Yeah. And every time we can look back and go, God knew we didn't know, but God knew exactly what he was doing. Mm. So during this time, if I can share, I believe it was 2016, uh, which was my last, last year, my last year in athletic training yeah, school that, year. That's when, that's when we met, we okay. met during that time. 15, yeah. 16, that school year, this is when all this is taking place. 
Um, we felt led in January to move out of the house we were in to downsize. Like I remember walking, I have the email. Mm. I was walking home. Um, I just took a walk and I was walking back home. And I'm like, God, this is yours. Like if you want it, whatever you want us to do, it's yours. It was just another moment of surrender. And I felt, I felt the Lord tell us that we're supposed to move, get into something half the size, half the cost, get rid of half of your stuff. I emailed Teresa and her response. I said, I feel like, I feel like the Lord's saying we need to move. We need to sell the house. And her, her, (laughs) again, this is, I don't want to say out of character, but her response was okay. That was it. She hit okay, period, send. I'm like, okay, this is of the Lord. So we sold that house. We moved in May or June into a smaller house. It was a sacrifice for all of us. Um, And that was in, like I said, May or June. And about that same time frame, we found out um, that Teresa had cancer. Couldn't have turned out better than it did. I mean, it was stage zero or stage one. Um, so during that period, we, we sold a house. We were listening and trying to be obedient to the Lord. The elders at that point, I'd been bivocational in mm-hmm. the church for mm-hmm. a year. They were July 1st. I went full time. All these things are taking place. We go into the fall and our life is totally different than it's been for the first 20 years. Hmm. I'm home in the evenings as, as an athletic trainer at the high school. You know, my yeah, hours were yeah. kind of second shift. We were blessed by uh, not having a, a salary change. So the finances were stable. We had just downsized, which we didn't know why. But I'm home every night as my wife is going through cancer mm. treatment. Wow. Able to take care of the house and take care of the kids and take care of her um, financially we're taken care of God's providing in that way. And the burden of what all of this could have been was totally different. And eight months prior, when God is speaking and saying, this is what I want you to do. We could have been resistant to that. Wow. wow. <clears throat> and so it's such a celebration of God's work in our life that we didn't have any idea, and yet what he was doing was in preparation for something that was beautiful, was able, even in the midst of walking through difficult things, was like, oh, wait, God is, God is in this 100%. God is, God is with us as we walk this, and he's going to bless us and take care of us. So um, so just very, very powerful time in our life. And then as we've continued to walk, we felt led as we have being in an education system. We always had this thought that we would have more kids, <clears throat> not of our own, <laughs> not biologically, I should say, but, and, and, and up to this point, you, you, you have had biological kids, you three, have, three yeah. kids, three kids. Um, awesome. Just, um, relatively easy, Great kids, 
um, that we love dearly. And we've, again, Teresa knew about this, this child at the school that, um, one of the schools that she works with that has had a rough life, a rough go. And, um, was, so as we've always talked about that and kids that we knew needed a place, I, in that moment, I was like, what, what do we need to do? What do we need to do to put ourselves in a position where from her first year of teaching, we were like, oh, she's telling me a story. And it's like, oh, just bring that kid home. What do we really need to do for that to happen? Like legally. And there's times when a high school kid can stay with you for a while or things like that. But I said, let's, let's do it. So we entered into getting our foster care licensure. We were talking to the case manager of this child and the guidance counselor at school and staying in contact, letting our, um, our case manager that was helping us walk through the licensure process know, Hey, we would love to have this kid as a part of, you know, enter in if it works out eight years old, been in seven houses in that time. Um, all, all kinds of, you know, emotional anger, rage issues. Cause his life's been yeah. all over the place and not know how to, in a healthy way, receive love and emote his, you know, share his emotions. And it was like, Chris, it was like, God aligned the stars. Wow. Like we found out, Hey, like on a Monday, we found out your licensure will be finalized on Friday. And we, and Christian, our now son had to be out of his current placement. And we're like, it, 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 it worked out just beautifully. Wow. He came and visited. We went out, I think to sky zone and, and just tried to make a couple times a connection before he entered into our home. And I, this is probably, I don't know how long we're going here, but it's been the hardest two and a half years of my life personally. Um, it's been the greatest time of growth in faith in an understanding about God and who he is and how much he loves us and me and how much I fight against through what I'm watching and dealing with, with, with our son and the struggles that's been and the ways that I've, I've totally jacked things up the way that I've totally entered into my own flesh and in anger and impatience and frustration. And also the times that we've seen just an unbelievable amount of beauty and transition and God's power at work and, and change through prayer and learning. I mean, just so much mm -hmm. and how it's changed and shaped our relationship in really hard ways and in beautiful ways with our biological kids walking through the adoption process and the system as a whole, right? The, the foster care system, the adoption system and the, the pros and cons of all of it. And really it's just become a passion. And then Christian's been with us since, um, May, May of 2018 and in October of 2019, two of his sisters were able to join us, and um, they're now adopted also. 
and so to go from a house of pretty chill, uh, three biological kids, our oldest who's now in college, to um, six kids in our home. I mean, the other night I, I posted something on Instagram, you know, you got six kids and everybody's home and they've got friends over and it turns into, man, that's a lot of people to feed. <laughs> and it's chaotic in our house often, but there's we're learning how to love at such a level that yeah. we never would have learned how to do before. And, and understanding, you know, you correlate all of it, not just to this is our story, but the beauty of adoption yeah, and, and yeah. God adopting us into his family. And it looks messy sometimes and it's difficult sometimes, but the, the beauty of all of it. And um, so that's led, as you've probably experienced, I think it's probably changed my teaching. Um, we want to be open and vulnerable yeah. community. And our church community has seen yeah. the best of me and the worst of me. Yeah. And I'm happy to share all of it because it's not a testimony of, of me or my family. It's a testimony of God's power, God's sovereignty, God's control. The, the reality that I don't, I need to relinquish as I thought this morning about this discussion, my life has been one of trying to control everything. And having to step back and still, I mean, moment to moment, day to day of our house as I walked out today is like, this should and would have driven me crazy. Wow. Just disarray and just, it's a house of, you know, eight people right now. Yeah. And walking out and things are in their place and the stuff that would have driven me crazy. It's like, none of it matters. Because as one of my favorite phrases that I go back to in my head all the time, it's my screensaver on my home or on my phone, is love is never wasted. Hmm. And love is about a relationship. Love is about people. Love is about serving and sacrificing and giving. And the other stuff that I thought for so long was so important, how the house looks, everything being picked up, everybody listening to me and doing it my way. People just need to be loved. Mm. And so, yeah, that's what's got me here. And I, I love to share the story, but I love to reflect that it's all to God's glory. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and that's, that's me. Yeah, that's cool. I, I remember even as you're, as you're sharing this, I remember we were in this building. I could, I could probably show you maybe not the seat, the table we were sitting at, but, but the section, <laughs> right? Where it was a couple months after you guys started fostering CJ. And I remember you telling me how God spoke to you the minute he walked in to your house that he's not leaving. Mm. I don't know if you remember that, but I mean, I'm sure you remember God telling you that. But And I remember sitting there like, oh, man, like this is, you know. I remember saying to myself, like, what, this is going to be a ride, you know, oh, and geez. not, no, no, and not, in, I don't mean that in a no, bad way. No, you have way, no but idea. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I had no idea what, yeah. what it wanted to be. And, and, you know, if I can, if I can brag you up a little bit to our, our listeners here. Fill me with pride, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but I no. will, I will say it has been, it has been really cool. It's been inspiring. It's been challenging. Um, but it's been awesome seeing your growth in that 
And and you're right. You 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 stand in front of our our little community on Saturday nights, and show us the worst <laughs> and the best of you. And that honesty, that transparency, of saying, guys, this is where I blew it this week. But here's what God taught me. Mm. Here's where you know, kind of circle back around where we started. Here's where His grace led me to repent. And here's what He's teaching me out of it and you know what i might be back here in another week or another week or another week but these loops are getting smaller right (laughs) of blowing it repenting blowing it repenting Mm. blowing it repenting god's grace restoring blowing blowing repenting the loops are getting smaller and smaller and smaller and it's still happening and it's and 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 really it's it's awesome to see and i'm grateful i'm very grateful for your your vulnerability in that with me as your friend and with our community as, as, as the leader of our, of our, of our little scrappy group. Yeah. Thanks. And uh, yeah, it's just been, it's been cool. It's been cool seeing that. And we, and we see, I, I see God all over it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm grateful for that. Grateful to call your friend and, and, uh, and get to do this with you. You know, I don't know that, you know, next episode, I'll, I'll I'll have a chance to do exactly that. You know, share share my 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 story. But I don't know that. Had you not given, have you not obeyed? Had you not surrendered? Had you not allowed God to fill you with faith? And had you not walked through it with transparency and honesty and integrity? I don't know that we'd be sitting here. If we did, we wouldn't have much to talk about, right? Like it would be pretty fluffy which neither one of us are interested in i I really appreciate that very very much and i think the key to our relationship and if i'm honest probably most people's relationships is the vulnerability we're we've just we've made the commitment that we're not gonna we're not gonna hide from each other we're not gonna put up walls we're gonna be real yeah. and it's the it's the rawness and the realness of what our lives have been and the in our failures yeah more than our you know more than more than the things that we've done well yeah. that has connected our hearts and developed this relationship i think that's really probably true in most people's relationship most uh, most authentic relationships. those those are, yeah. those are the those are the relationships that i want to have yeah yeah because the other stuff is is surfacy yeah and um, Ain't it, nobody it, got time for that. Nobody got time for that. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing your story. Uh, anyone listening, I hope it was inspiring for you as it was for me. And and you know, it's, I get a, I get a different seat of it, right? Like I've gotten to see this happen over the last <laughs> four years or so. You got you know, yeah, thirty minutes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's real. And so, <laughs> yeah, happy to talk to you anytime about it. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah, it's it's just become a passion of ours. And again, maybe to wrap this up, and you referenced it earlier, um, the things that we've learned from, learned about ourselves, but learned from God about who He yeah. is, yeah. is we yeah, we it. we committed to say to CJ every single day, and and we we tuck him in at night. You're not going anywhere, and we love you. And the reality is I need to remember that God is saying the same things to me. 
you're not going anywhere. You're safe and secure. I'm here with you and I love you. And to be able to transfer that from how God speaks that into our lives, into others, and to share that hope is really what this whole journey is all about. Yeah. Kylie, thanks. All you guys, thank you. I hope uh, you, you know, subscribe. Follow all, follow all, all the that things. stuff. Yeah. Do all the things. Yeah, you know, we're, we're rate. Leave a comment. Rate and review. Yes. And you know what? You can disagree with something we said. Leave that too. A little controversy. Yeah. Or agree. I mean, whatever. Like, tell us how great we are. Tell us, hey, I had a problem when you said this. Like, I, I don't care. We want to hear from you. We're open to it. Yeah. 100%. And I'll make I'll make sure Kylie responds to all the controversial ones. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great week. We will continue praying for you. Love you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>